0: I'm author, counselor, and coach, Zara Harrison, helping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to, what, you know the rest, live one. And that very sentiment has so much to do with us going backwards. I was talking to my husband a while back about couples and marriage, and just we were just having discourse about how, do people end up in situations where they hate each other? Like, how do you, as a spouse, end up hating your spouse? How do you, as a spouse, end up feeling like you married the wrong person? How do you, as a spouse, end up contemplating divorce? Uh, I know the answer from my own self, you know, because. If you've heard the song Still by Zara Royalty, then those are... <laughs> my husband's going to interrupt my live a few times, just so you know. because <laughs> He said every time, because he's here. Uh, it is so distracting when I do lives with you here. I feel like I can't think all the way because you're right here, and you'd be looking at me like... And I'd be like, I'm trying to get my thoughts together. I'm, I feel like a little girl in me whose crush is watching her while she goes on stage. Mm. It's, that's what it feels like to me. I don't I, I like you being here, like but here it much. it makes me feel, what would you call it? Nervous, I guess, a little? That you're just watching me? I feel like that <laughs> when I'm on the phone with you there, like when I'm doing like business or something, I'm like, oh. she gonna she say I should've said that. So, um, what makes that happen? Like, how can you end up in a relationship years later, feeling like, I can't stand this person. I do not like this person. And that actually is the answer to the one thing that always makes you go backwards, always makes you go backwards. And that is losing the vigor that you first had. When we think about people in relationships and those relationships end up unhealthy for a person or uh, just toxic, most times they don't start out that way because who in their right mind would wanna be with someone if they know it's gonna be toxic? Who in their right mind would wanna marry somebody if they know they're toxic? Not many people do that. Some people do it, but not many people do that. Once they see that a person is unhealthy, that they're abusive, they don't usually marry them. They don't usually say, I'm gonna choose you. They don't usually do that. And so that is how a lot of people get to a place where they end up hating a person because what the person had to do to get them they stop doing. They don't woo them, and this is a huge red flag, a sign of a, a dangerous person, a a, serious, a serial manipulator, is when they get you, they stop. It's like the story with Tamar in the scripture where this strong passion and desire, and as soon as they get it, now they disgust it and they treat you like crap. And what, what my husband and I were talking about that and how just knowing a number of couples, whether personally or just leisurely, how they'll talk about how they really don't like one another or the certain problems that they're having. And one of the first things I ask myself is like, how did you get here? And one of the ways that brought you there is you stopped doing the things that got the person in the first place, like the vigor, the the intensity, the commitment that you even had to just get the person that stops now this goes beyond relationships though like it's so much deeper than just intimate uh or what people will call a romantic love um in marriage which is the first example when you stop doing things that you did in the beginning like wanting to take your spouse out maybe giving them gifts sometime, maybe writing them letters, maybe giving them poetry, like all these things you did to woo them and get them to fall in love with you. If that stops, then you're going to go backwards. Like the relationship is going to go backwards, it's going to go like downhill. It's going to defer to what happens when we don't have the same intensity as we did in the beginning. But beyond marriage and stuff like that, think about your talent, like the gifts that the Most High has given you, like whatever that thing the Most High has given you to do. If you don't nurture it, like if you already know what the Most High has called you to do, do you remember when you first got the revelation and you were like really excited and you taking notes, and you know, maybe you fasted and you petitioned the most high and all these different things you did, and you were just so excited. Like this excitement was just so on high. And then as you hit obstacles, as you hit naysayers, as you hit people saying negative things about you, as you hit certain what you perceived as roadblocks, now that intensity dies down a little bit. You're going to go backwards unless you tap in to the same vigor that you started with. And if you don't continue to nurture the gift, continue to give it that same vigor, find something to help you remember that first instance, that first time feeling. If we don't find something that helps us remember that, we go backwards. In marriage, in relationships, in our talents and in our gifts, these are the things that happen so and a lot of people talk about revelations 2 4. um the amplified version says but i have this charge against you that you have left your first love you have lost the depth of love that you first had for me and when i read that scripture i'm like yo it's crazy how people will say people really teach this like counseling uh, professionals, I've heard a number of people say this, it's not gonna be the same as when you first got married. The spark is gonna go out. When you get together, you can't expect it to stay, for your feelings to stay the way they used to in the beginning. And I used to believe that. And I used to adopt that mentality and that mindset until I took a second look at what the most high is requiring. And if that's true, then it's like it's saying, I'm not gonna have the same intensity that I'm that I had originally for the Most High when I first experienced His love for me. I'm gonna lose that same intensity. I'm gonna lose that depth because time, because of just the mere fact of time or whatever separates us. And I'm like, well, hold up. If the Most High is saying He has a charge against you for losing um, that you have left your first love, lost the depth of love you first had for me. What does that say when we also consider the other scripture that says how do you love the most high if you can't even love the person right in front of you? So if this love is connected with not just the most high but with other people, then that tells me in marriage that's actually a false belief that we should not expect to have the same vigor and intensity in our marriages as we did when we first met. And when I changed my mind about that thinking, it changed my mind about just my own marriage. Like, it's so funny because I started this live out telling my husband that when he sits here, I feel a little nervous because he's just sitting here watching me. And that's how I felt when we first met each other. And what, almost, almost 20 years later of knowing him and being with him, here I am still feeling that way. I shouldn't shouldn't feel that way anymore, right? But the Most High's word is true. So one way that we end up going backwards in our marriages, in our relationships, in our calling, is losing the vigor and the intensity that we had in the first place. Just literally losing it. Just like literally losing it. So I just wanted to come on here and encourage you to ask yourself... If you're married, and I'll hit, I'll hit a few other categories. If you're married, ask yourself, let's ask ourselves, am I doing some of the same things that created the connection and the intimacy that uh, we first had? Do we still go on dates together? Do we still write poetry to each other? Do we still send text messages to each other to say, I love you, you look beautiful. Uh, I'm just thinking about you today. Remember getting those, you out, and then the the person that you love and you wanna be with, send you a text, I'm thinking about you. Oh, he think about me. Like, do we do that anymore? After you've been married, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 years? Or do we stop doing that and then wonder why our marriage is going backwards, is, and, and backwards in the sense of failing. Do we do that? Peace, Acacia. Do we do that? Uh, so ask yourself in your marriage, what did I do to get this person, and why did I stop doing it? Why do we sometimes think we can show all this love to our spouse and do all these things to get them, and then when we get married, get mad that they still expect it? <laughs> like. Backwards, so that's for marriage. Now, ask yourself in your calling what you're called to, peace, Colette. What it is that you're called to. If you're called to something by the Most High, remember how excited you were when He first revealed it to you. Have you lost that because of obstacles or setbacks, and now you're not going as hard with it? I know what it feels like to. Be so excited that you finally got it and then real life shows up and hits you and um, you're like, wait, hold on. Am I supposed to do this? Like the circumstance is dictating whether you're actually called to it as opposed to the one who called you to it, simply calling you to it being enough. Have you lost the very things you were doing to create an atmosphere of vigor and intensity toward that thing? Have you lost that? Did you stop doing that? And then just in life in general. Some of us become so hopeless that we stop doing simple things that just helped us keep going in life at a healthy pace. Uh, I have a post scheduled for later on today that's supposed to come up. Um, And the post is reminding True Tribe to journal I remember being in a session with someone and they were in a little bit of a funk and I noticed it and I was like, what's going on? I have them take a um, assessment called a hurt feelings assessment. And it shows me like a barometer of like the feelings that you're feeling if it's hurt. So if it's a little higher, that helps me navigate the session a little differently because I know that you're hurting and some that needs to be dealt with before we go into what we're supposed to work on. And the person starts telling me what was, you know, I don't know, I just this, this, and that, I don't know. And I said, well, have you been journaling? And they were like, no, I didn't this week. I said, did you do your affirmations? No, I didn't this week. I said, have you been doing, sticking to your regiment, like your daily routine? I, I, I didn't this week, because I didn't feel good. I was just not, you know, I was just, and I said, well, that's why you feel worse. You can't stop doing what helped you feel better because you start to feel better. You have to keep doing the thing that helps you feel better so you can stay feeling better, as in healthier. So I just wanted to encourage us all, including myself, that if we don't wanna go backwards, if we don't wanna, um, you know, and I'm backwards in a sense of failing, of doing, going in the wrong direction, if we don't want that to happen, we want to stay mindful of the very things that we were doing when we were healthier or did feel happier or we did feel better. Because when we stop doing those things, life alters and it often moves us in a backward state instead of a progressive state. So I hope that helped. If you missed the beginning of this message, feel free to go back and rewind it and look at it in the from the beginning all right y'all I'm Zara Harrison hoping you remember that love doesn't lie or expect you to live one peace